The Red Rum Theater, episode 123, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Lanise. And Antonio Marino. And every single week we look at the new releases that come out into the movie theater <laughs> for your good pleasure. <laughs> we, oh, we do that every month? Starting this month. Yeah, you're like, every month, this is what we do. This is the uh, first time we've ever done it. First, listen, because of our awesome patrons, those of you who have the shine, that's what I'm going to say, because yes. Red Room, yep. those of you who have the shine who have said, I'm going to throw a few bucks the brother's way to make this podcast better. We have officially, we just officially crossed 100 bucks. Steve, yeah. Steve, our boy, Steve Weenie, threw it a few extra dollars to get us over the hundo mark. He's battling with Vogel. And because of this kindness, because of this kindness, every month we're going to put a little vote for you on which new movie. So what's going to happen now? Here's the change. Here's the change to our format. We're going to pick our 80, 90s movies. We know our movies. Yes. And we'll give you guys the vote over the new movie. Yes. I don't care if we got to do Gucci. <laughs> Whatever you guys vote. Did you see the cast on that? Dude, did you see Lady Gaga looking like a G on thinking Gucci? Looking like a Gucci. Dude, she's, dude she looks like, she's rich, but she looks like rich, but white trash rich. That's scary That's rich. your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dream. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so before we get our nuts to go on, no, <laughs> so stupid, dude, dude. I think I like her better as an actress than I like her as a musician. I don't know. She's amazing. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. Did you ever hear that stuff she did with Tony Bennett? Okay. I'm, she's she's incredible. She's obviously talented. Okay. She's just a badass chick. Dude, because I thought some actors, actors, some sorry, musicians trying to be actors, actresses always kind of sometimes it's lame. But for her, she came into shallow. She crushed the yeah, world. Yeah, she's amazing. And now this one, she she's hanging out with stinking. She's Pacino, an artist, bro. Oh, I know. Hanging out with Salma. Did you Jared Leto? It's not even Jared Leto. I know. He unrecognizable as a character. So every month we're gonna do our eighties, nineties love. We're also going to see a movie the weekend it drops at the theater and give you a review. Now, here's how the review works. The first part of the review is going to be spoiler-free. Yep. We ain't going to ruin nothing for you because we want you to go and enjoy it. We're going to give you a review, though. If you should see it, should you not see it? Should you wait to see it at home? Or should you get your butt in the theater? That's, that's our, our review. Should you, should you not see it? Should you, see, should you wait until it comes on, on, on DVD? Or should you get to the theater right away? That's our, that's our review for you. We're going to do... You know, about 15 minutes of the, the non-spoiler review. And then we're going to tell you to then we're leave. Gonna, then we're going to pour some chunky milk on them Cocoa Pebbles. And spoil the crap out of Yes, we are. <laughs> I want to put salt to sugar on those cornflakes. <laughs> and spoil the bowl. Salt in the blue Kool-Aid and all those. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike Struckman. <laughs> I threw up and you had to send me home. Because <laughs> he bet me $5. I couldn't drink one glass of Kool-Aid with sh- salt instead of sugar. And like an idiot, I'm like... Shit. <laughs> I've been in the ocean. <laughs> Dude, I once put salt and sugar in my cornflakes grandma's. And, she's like, uh, and she said I had to eat it. And it was disgusting. Uh, it was so bad. I once put at grandma's house, she used to, she used to use the, the milk containers. So one time she put lemonade in a milk container. I thought it was milk, so I put lemonade on my. Yeah, because, you know, milk's so thin. You idiot. <laughs> Dude, listen, I, you, can you see through 1% milk? <laughs> 
yes, you can. That's why we get two. That's right. <laughs> if, my, if my wife went back, you get two, but the kids think it's too thick. <laughs> I mean, not too. I'd get whole milk. I'd get whole milk if you get whole me. milk, man. That's like eating paste. I love it, dude. Elmer's glue. I'm sticking, making a sticking. Um, what they used to make when make those uh, pinatas? What do they call that? Paper, paper mache. mache. I think paper mache with my milk, baby. Shade. <laughs> That's why you get all the good uh, sugar cereals, too. Oh, dude, 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 dude. We, we Your bought, kids don't go without because of you. We bought Lena some, uh, we bought all these Rice Krispies. And she got a bite. She's like, this doesn't taste right. Like That's because you, you let her see what the finer things in life were. <laughs> She's like, if it ain't Kellogg's, I ain't eating it. <laughs> we're over here eating Colonel Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is that called? Sweet dreams and lucky charms? <laughs> I mean, all that bullshit. Okay, so the movie we're watching this month is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, this movie releases November 19th, just, you know, just two days ago. It currently has a 62% Rotten Tomatoes directed by Jason Reitman. This deserves a moment of, of respect. The original Ghostbusters was directed by Ivan Reitman, a, a, a legend in his own right, a, uh, a comedian from the 80s. And there's, if you watch any of the promotion of the film, uh, the, Jason Reitman was on the set when his dad was filming Ghostbusters. He was raised around. Young kid? He was a young kid around the guys, around the movie. Uh. He saw when it came out and did what it did. He saw that movie. It, it hit the zeitgeist. It yeah. hit, America loved the film. It it was a movie he watched his whole life. This movie exalted, beloved over time. He saw the sequel come out, all that good stuff. Now he became in his own right a good director. This is what he's got. He made Thank You for Smoking, which is a fantastic. Never saw it. It's really worth it's seeing. Two phase, right? Yes. Yeah. It also he I also did, did Juno. Juno and Juno is amazing. It's so good. Like, it's, it's, he didn't do, uh, Whip It, did he? No, he did not. Oh, okay. So he did Juno, which was fantastic. And then he did Up in the Air, which wounded me in a, which uh, one's that one? George Clooney. He flies place to place and always getting those, he's always getting this. Oh, you told me about this. Something to do with a dead wife or some shit? Dude, it is a movie, man. Is it awesome? It's, I, Jason Reitman writes a lot of movies about like finding the joy in life in the normal kind of stuff. You're like finding joy in the midst of the like. And Juno, she's a normal girl, lives, goes to high school. She's kind of a, but she finds joy. She it goes through the pregnancy. That do that movie, Juno, loved it on so many levels. It's loved good. it. The Jason Bateman thing. Just, no, when you were meant to do something for the rest of your life. Heating and air conditioning. <laughs> Dude. The dad is amazing. He, he's always amazing. Incredible. Okay. Whiplash. <sighs> Unbelievable. One of the best endings of a movie I've ever seen because I was in Jazz Band. Even seeing, watching again the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, his J. George Jameson is Seeing fan. him in the trailer for the new one. It just... Okay, so... He's great, dude. He's so great. Reitman's directing this film. Now, let's go through the cast of this film. And we're, we're, we're not going to spoil things for you. I'm giving you the cast, the new cast. Not, not, no spoilers. You have the never-aging Paul Rudd. Never, ever. He's looked the same. He looks better now than he did in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, dude, in Romeo and Juliet, he was hilarious. So dorky. The, the fireworks? The, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I don't even call that dance move, but it makes me laugh Incredible. to this day. Just the smile, dude. He's like... <laughs> dude. 
good. <laughs> so Paul Rudd um, is, and then you have Finn Wolfhard is in this film, and this young kid got to start off at on Stranger Things. Then he becomes Richie in the new It, and he was unbelievable, amazing. Your favorite character the whole movie. He's so funny. Just he, there's he, no, he's got no chill. It's it's hilarious. And then it comes in this film, and he's like, he's not just phoning. Dude, how, how much? Old, he seems like a teenager. Well, now. dude, like, he probably did Stranger Things pre-pubescent, yeah, pre-puberty. for sure. And so he goes to puberty. He, dude, he's struck. He is a skinny, thin kid. Tall. He's got to be what fifteen now. But he is tall for his age. Sixteen, you think? Well, yeah, she thinks he's old, isn't he? He's eighteen now. Man, it's crazy. This has got to be a couple years old because they they put it on the shelf. So he and McKenna Grace play two brothers. No, McKenna Grace, you know her from Uh, the Haunting of Hill House. So she's had a few uh, movies, but she's never looked like she looks in this. She's never looked. they, They make her. They transform the way she looks. She looks like a. You know how some of those movies like um. What's that one? She's all that when like I'll take the ugliest girl in the school and make her pretty. Oh gosh! And yeah. the girl is like really beautiful, just as wearing overalls. You remember? Like, um, it's it was stupid. And this, they make her, they 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 hide her beauty and they make her really nerdy. It's really well yeah. done. And and as an actress, she doesn't she doesn't she she is socially awkward. And it's not she's not like socially ignorant. She just is smarter than everybody else around her. Yeah. But she is still a, a very interesting person and she plays it so well. She's she hits a home run in this movie. She is a joy to watch the yeah, whole way she through. She was great. Um then you have this kid I've never seen before in my life, Logan Kim's podcast. He's funny. Great supporting character. And we're we're not going into much, but you get now we you know this because the the trailer gives us away. If you've seen the trailer, you see the, f- the phone, and you see it get answered, and it's, it's Ray yep. Occult. And if you know the Ghostbusters of Movies, you know that's Ray's bookstore uh, yes. from part two. Yes. So you know the original cast has some kind of cameo in it. Now, we're going to do... This is just, I'm not, we're not trying to be racial insensitive. But man, oh man, Ernie Hudson, I, I don't know what it is, but he, as a black man, he's aged like fine wine. Black don't crack, fool. You don't know this? <laughs> I've never heard that line in my life, oh, dude. What? <laughs> Dude, he is. He looks amazing. He looks great. <laughs> well, put him next to us. Think of Bill Murray. Dude, <laughs> like Dan Aykroyd looks younger than Bill Murray. Th- th- those two look not like. Bill Murray looks old. Old as Sack Jones. His jowls. Listen, don't get it twisted. He's one of my favorite actors but of all time. He's Bill the Murray, best, but that is an old looking mug. It's an old man. How old is 80? 75? 70s for sure. I mean, and he looked, you think they would do something like they were sticking like. 71 that, years old. They'd pull that skin back and like stick with a dude. But he just is At an old At least he man. didn't get a bunch of stuff done on his face though, like Courtney Cox. <laughs> he, but you see him and Ray. Dan Ray doesn't look horrible. He's just a bigger dude now. Who, Ray? Yeah. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd, he, does, he doesn't look, you're right, you're right. He, he don't look Blues Brothers good, but he looks good. Dude, he'll never, he never look good ever again. He can't believe that was him in that movie. He did Blues Brothers, and the next movie, he gained 40 pounds. He's like, oh. He's like, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the next movie was great outdoors. It's like, holy cow. <laughs> Look like you ate, ate uh, what's his name? Elgood. <laughs> Elwood. Elwood. <laughs> Elwood tastes good. <laughs> but um, Annie Potts, 
she's she's great. great. She's great. She's been great in every movie she's ever been in. I've, I've always she was liked great in stinking what's who's uh, what's eating no that was eating, <laughs> was eating Hillary Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> who's Harry Crumb? Who's Harry Crumb? She's dude. She's out of control. And Sigourney Weaver has small bit, but man, Sigourney Weaver, she's beautiful. It's she's unreal. a beautiful woman. Real. She's never done any. She's never done any Hollywood stuff. She's beautiful. It's crazy how beautiful she is. And Sigourney Weaver has gone from Ellen Ripley, just the, the, the soft doughy in part one alien, to the warrior saving her daughter. First of all, doughy? What are you talking about? She's um, just a thin woman. But she, well, she's doughy, this dude. James over here. Cameron could take a think about Linda Hamilton from one to two. How she goes from a normal girl working a job, just a normal to a yeah, a normal girl. Not doughy. You talking about this fool? I'm saying like there's no biceps to find. So it's Pillsbury. It's doughy. <laughs> I know a lot more doughy fool. Okay. So, anyways, she goes from being the baddest bee on the planet. Yeah, she is too. To being a. A beautiful, like in the movie Dave, she's so she's so she's radiant. She yeah. is the first lady, and you like this is the first. This, that's a beautiful first lady. Yeah, seeing them come back is it's just joy. And you can't talk about Ghostbusters three without talking Ghostbusters the remake uh, four years ago. And here's I think the reason it didn't work. That director, what Paul, not Paul Finkel, um, the director, the guy who did um, Hangover, not Hangover. Uh, the, the girl hangover. What's the girl hangover called? Oh, bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. Reg Reed Paul, whatever this guy's name is, he did uh, the bridesmaids movies. And what he does, what this director does, is he kind of makes parodies of the movies he's making. You know, and so the Ghostbusters movie is kind of making fun of the Ghostbusters legend. It's kind of poking fun at it, and that's not a. I guess you would say it's not evil to do. Like think about Starsky and Hutch. It makes fun of. It's, it's Paul Feig. It's Paul yeah. Feig. Like, Preston Hutch made fun of its source material. You know what I'm saying? It, like, poked fun at the 70s cop genre. Chips did the same thing. Chips made fun of its, pre- its where it came from. Me, personally, I didn't want to see Ghostbusters made fun of. I didn't want to see it, like, tongue-in-cheek, poked in the eye. And there were some funny things in the movie. But a lot of the fans didn't like it. And it wasn't because everyone's sexist or jerks. It just, it really, they kind of did a lot of, what do you call it? Impro- it's a lot of improv in the movie, just the girls riffing with one another. Ghostbusters was... was, was it, the, Winston's cameo was funny. There were some funny things there. But again, it was very much a parody of the 80s Ghostbusters reality. Yeah. And fans didn't want that. What fans wanted was what this movie was. It wanted a continuation. Of the story, yes, in, in the Ghostbusters of the remake, existing story that didn't it didn't it was, it was it was like never happened. It's just them ghost in our modern world. So here's the first question: Ghostbusters three, should you see it in the theater? Should you wait till it comes out on Blu-ray, or should you not see it at all? I'm gonna say, go to the theater right now and watch this movie, Tony. Okay, I'll just say that. Me and Steph went and watched it Sunday. And a guy, a grown man, with his little boy came walking How in. old? How was the kid? Eight, ten? Odd-ish, uh, yeah. Yeah. They both had the complete overall suit and proton packs. 
and they came in together to and, and, and the kid was just excited as the dad was. That's awesome. Hearing the last from the dad, and you could tell the kid was into it. Go see in the theater. And your kids are gonna enjoy it. If you're our age, you're gonna enjoy it. Um, did they revolutionize the Ghostbusters franchise? No. Is it a good sequel? Yes. Is it better than the Boondock Saint sequel? F- yes, it is. <laughs> You're so stupid. All Saints Day. <laughs> They're making another. I don't want to hear all these stinking. Oh, they they completely ruined Ghostbusters. Shut up. No, it was enjoyable. They, they, listen, good story. You know what they did? They did what? A great. Okay, listen. When you're you're never gonna make Ghostbusters one again. No, it's never gonna happen. But for a new generation, you can. What you can do is what the Star Trek did, J.J. Abrams. Yes, you pay homage to the original. Yes, and give us a, a new, new place take. to start. Yes, and this movie gives us a new place to start. It you give us you give you, you grandfather it in. You mm-hmm. give us some great new characters. Make us happy, but make the new generation happy too. This is what the Last Jedi failed to do. Is this idea of you gotta like playing with nostalgia is hard, and Star Wars is a example of who did it wrong. I remember watching Star Wars Episode One in the theater, and they were so over the top. Like when R two D two, I wanted to murder myself anytime Jar Jar Binks was on screen. <laughs> Oof. There's a scene where the ships get attacked, and the, all the Atromex go out to fix the plane, and they're all getting shot off, and the one survives, fixes the plane, and it comes down. And they're like, what is the number of this machine? And he's like, er, er, er. the number is, and he all pauses, R2-D2. And what, what's he think? We're so stupid. We're like, woo, I know, I know that guy. <laughs> like, it was such fan service. It, it, I felt I felt he treated him like an infant, and I didn't yes. like it. Nostalgia must be handled with more nuance than that. Yes. Don't spoon feed it to me. No, we're not idiots. Let us earn it. Let us enjoy it. Because is three... There's nostalgia, but it's not shoved on your throat. No. You can miss a lot of the things. They don't just tell you. They don't say, oh, let's, they don't tell you it's raised a cult store from part two. It just, it just, you see. Yes. There's a lot of things. I love that it's the same phone number, too. I love that. I love that. I love that he kept it. Dude, there are. Then he tells a story of how everybody went and did their own thing. I love that. Didn't, didn't need half You're not waiting around for this to happen again. That's why Harold Ramis left. Yes. He wanted to take it and take the burden, which is why he was estranged from his family. Did you not pay attention to the movie? Man, I've been reading reviews. People piss me off anyway. Dude, there's been some really... So this film, Ghostbusters 3, I think it pays true homage to their source material. I think it cares about the... Ivan Reitman, the director, loves his father, who's gone. Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman loves his father who's gone. Loves Harold Ramis who's gone. Yes. He, He's probably like an uncle to him. Loves the fans who grew up, you know, loving his father. And this is a, this is not merely a love letter to the fans. It is a, taking the story a step in the right direction. And I, listen, my kids will see this in the, my kids are pushing me to see they the They can theater. handle it. How could they not handle My it? kids have never seen a scary movie. I know it's not scary, scary. It's scary. They watch signs, bro. They can handle afterlife. But not in the, the theaters. The theater Whatever, in the dark dude. with the sound system. They got to grow up. <laughs> Tell me. They, they got to grow up. Dude, 
I think they would like parts of it. They, I think like the like the scene that scared Nesta the most. Like I can't. Okay, I won't get wait till the next part. Yes, let's get to the spoilers. So our official. So we say it. This movie is love letter to the fans, to the source material, to his father, to Harold Ramis, who sadly is gone. Because you know what. We love us. That was your boy. Egon was, my was your boy. He was my favorite. Egon. Even though I'm a dumbass and I hate school and he was super smart, <laughs> I had glasses like he did. And that's why I liked him. Egon he was a nerd. The, he had some of the funniest lines. He was hilarious. In the two movies. He was so funny. In part two, he has the best lines. He d- absolutely does. He's got some good ones in part one, too. Dude, it, he's, gr- <laughs> he's great. What does he say? Uh, something about his epididymis. <laughs> He's like, ah, you're not stupid with it, are you? And they look at Egan and goes, So was the quiet one. <laughs> that is so funny, dude. Dude, he's got <laughs> a tall head of hair. Yeah, he does. It's weird. Like, his head looks like it's another foot high. They actually did him. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, so. No, no, I'm talking about the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters. They made Egan with tall hair. <laughs> dude, listen. The real Ghostbusters was the bomb. We as kids were it, we had the toys, the best toys, some of the best toys, like He Man, good. You and you'd spin the little uh, little they had the, pack the big yes, and the, the, the stream was out like spinning around. They had they had the um, awesome Marshmallow Man toy that we would have oh, bring in the bathtub, dude, and fill it up and squirt the the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and the cartoon was. It's so different. The cartoon made Slimer like their pet dog, dude. It was it awesome. Was, it was great. Slimer was the shit. And that movie was so, that cartoon was so influential. In part two, Slimer became a, a friend to yes. Rick Moranis. Which <sighs> is. All right, let's get into the spoilers. Okay, now listen. Listen. We're 20 minutes in. If you've not seen the movie. At Turn this it off. moment, you got to pause this. Go watch it and then finish the podcast later. Because I don't want to ruin some of the surprises. Well, I don't need emails. The, listen, sp- actually, I'm having our, our kid brother write a song to put right here for the spoiler section. Really? Is it going to be funny, dude? It'll, it'll, He's it'll, working on that right now? I'm going to have him. Yeah, he's doing it for us. That's awesome. It's going to be just a little, like a little, like five, like, ten second ditty, like, and now here comes the spoiler. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Is that going to be every, every, every episode? Awesome. <laughs> We talked enough crap about him. He can finally be part of the podcast. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, so you've heard it here. Here come the spoilers. Pause the episode. Pause the episode. Okay. Ghostbusters 3 Afterlife. Rick Moranis not being Do you know where to cut? Yeah, I I know where to cut, yeah. You wrote it down? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Rick Moranis not being there. It bummed me out, dude. But Rick Moranis, we know he's not acting. He's not. Yeah, well, he got his ass whipped in New York. <sighs> he he I mean, makes me want to find somebody. He, I mean, he went to his children. He's out of the Didn't game. Didn't he do a commercial or something though? But the commercial was literally they said, "Listen, we'll give you all this money to come and stand here, and you're going to know any lines." And he did. He did that. And they paid all this money for you. Just walked in a room. I said, Rick Moranis, we love you. He's like, ah, thanks, man. And that was the commercial. Rick Reynolds, or Ryan Reynolds being like, you the best. He's like, ah, thanks. It's, it's a weird Have you commercial. seen it? It's a weird commercial. You got to. P- <laughs> I'll, I'll link it in the. Link in, it to this podcast. I'll link it. Okay. I've never seen it. Link. What's it for? It's for his, like, his um, whiskey he's advertising. Who is? Ryan Reynolds. He's doing oh, okay. whiskey he's promoting. Missed Rick Moranis. Missed him. That's, here's yeah, here's the thing. Badass. This film 
much like Spock was to Star Trek, is Egon to this film. Egon is the heart of this film. Yes. Even the name, Afterlife, it's about Egon. Yeah. Egon figures out a way to make himself exist after his death. He yeah. finds a way to become a ghost because he knows his work isn't done. Opening scene, start strong. Yes, it does. So and you know good. it's him by the hair. The way they light it, the yeah. way they do it, so it's, it's and then you see that his farm is a huge like electro field. It's it's badass. It does start strong. There are surprises in this film. I, I think the the most surprising moment of this movie for me is the Paul Rudd cipher. Because Paul Rudd is great, in this. dude. You he's think the worst summer school teacher of all time, but he's the best at the same time. You think he's going to be like the new Peter. Yes! But he's the new Rick Moranis. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, great. He's so I good. did not realize that until so the moment before he's gone. Yes! Because you think to yourself, like, he's so funny He's got to cool. be the leading man. Right! He the wasn't. Dude, even in the Walmart, like, he's going to escape. And I'm like, oh, wait. He's Rick Moranis. They need the gatekeeper, and they need Keymaster. Keymaster, dude, it was funny. Yes, I wish he would have said yes. Have some. <laughs> there is no mom. There is only soul. Dude, this it, was sweet. It, dude, listen, bringing back, bringing back Ghost of the Gazarian, all of that, and if you had watching part one recently, I picked up a lot of the things, like even like just. The the what was it the selenium mines? You're like the sele- selenium was the girders. From, I, I just it all fit together in the first movie. Selenium was the what? Selenium was the metal they built that that building Dana lived in in part one. Oh, and the guy who built that building, his body was buried down in that crypt. It was that's right. That and that, wasn't that the dude? Wasn't that J.K. Simmons? Yes, it was. That's crazy. Okay, was Olivia Wilde Gozer? She is uncredited, but that has to be her. There's no way that's not. That's that's she. Oh, Olivia Wilde is Gozer in this. It movie. has to be her. Flay, hey flat top. <laughs> she remembers us. <laughs> She's not credited. I I looked at IMDb. She wasn't listed, man. Simmons is. Simmons is listed. Yes, she is. Oh, is she? Must be further down. Let me see. Oh, way down yep. there. So, here's one for you, Tony. Remember who's chat? Oh my gosh. What? Do you know who Muncher is? Who? That's really funny. He looks like Muncher. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we watch Ghostbusters, the movie ends, and there's a song that plays after the Ghostbusters original theme song. And it's about a haunted, haunted, haunted house song. And you're like, this song sucks. This song's terrible. It's the worst song of all time. Guess what, dude? Which haunted house song? At the very end of the movie, there's a song. So bad. Listen. It doesn't even fit. Listen. Sung by McKenna Grace, the actress. The girl who thought. Keep acting. (laughs) That's whack. That's her song. That's whack. That's Frank Stallone, Rocky Rocky One end credit song. That's, dude, that's Frank Stallone, uh, Hudson Hawk. <laughs> How did Frank Stallone have a career at all, dude? It's his brother. I'm telling you. But uh, yep, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. <laughs> Loving you. Is that South Park? <laughs> yes. <dude. laughs> um, Why would she do that? But again, she just killed it in this so movie. So Ramus is the heart of this film, and oh, just they, and it, it, the so movie doesn't try to like. It's a lot of the. What did people want? Things to over like 
the people want it to be overwhelmingly exactly like the first one. Like, I don't get where the hate's coming from. I don't. I have not. I have purposely not watched any reviews of this because I want to make sure that our review is our review. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I'm I want to make sure that I'm not being tainted by anyone else's opinions. Yeah. I okay, first of all, the I, like the the family unit making the kids the Ghostbusters means you can go you can go as far as you want. Yes. In the future. Having Finn Wolfhard, dude, I love that the granddaughter is just like her grandpa, and she's gonna be the new Egon, dude. She, she's a genius. She figured out how to stick and put the proton pack back together. That was that's insane. insane, dude. Yes, he helped her, but he knew she could was capable of doing it. The brother's just like a fearless big dumb animal, and, and he's awesome, and he's he's Peter. Yes. Um, there's there's this, people. I know people are saying it's too it's too saccharine sweet. But listen, I'll take the saccharine sweet every day. Bro, I was teary-eyed up, McGee. Listen, when she gets the courage to stand against Gozer. How about when she pulls the stinking proton pack on the cop? Like, you're not keeping this stuff. We need this. And he says, you're just like you're, you're just a- Like your crazy-ass crap- old man. Yeah. And she grabs, dude. That she got was- pissed, dude. And she got that tear coming down. She's a great actress, bro. When she- and I'll tell you what. They picked a great sheriff. He's a badass actor. He's good, dude. He's in a lot of stuff. First of all, I saw that guy was in the big hit. I, mean, he was I was gonna say when he had this, <laughs> his uh, yeah, baby, he's warming up his hands, dude. <laughs> That's another guy that don't age for nothing, dude. For nothing, <laughs> it's crazy. So when she goes against Gozer at the very end, and you see the that ghost hand <sighs> on the proton, come on, pack. dude. How can you not be warmed by that? If you ever loved a grandparent. How are you not destroyed by this? I thought I'm saying it's it's some people don't like niceness or kindness or warmth. You're allowed to have nice things in this world. Yeah, there are beautiful things, and to to give that moment of beauty, I'm like, dude, my kids are gonna freak when they see that, dude. Oh yeah, they are. I. The movie is not, I don't think it's over heavy handed, but it's also not trying to like trick you. Again, it, the key match thing did get me because I did not see that coming no. a mile away. No. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Paul Rudd, dude, and she's like, You're supposed to be watching this summer. Paul Rudd's like, Me? They're like, What? I am? <laughs> like, no, her brother. The McKenna Grace's, her jokes are fantastic. Yeah, because you're a nerd. I'm, I'm telling you, I was dying. I'm like, she's trying. Why don't you ever trust an Adam? <laughs> Dude, and her brother's trying to help her be cool. I love how he, she tells that joke to, to podcast, and he like, thinks about it, and he starts rolling, dude. Dude, that's a great. Dude, I love, and I love how Ray's his one subscriber. You're my subscriber? He's like, you really got your stride in episode 46. Dude, I started laughing. I'm like, I got a podcast, too. We're podcast. <laughs> And I love how his uh, Ghostbusters uniform says podcast on it. Dude, I love that he comes out of the stinking car covered in marshmallows like in part one. It's great, dude. And he, and, and then Dan Aykroyd comes up to him and he's like uh, pumping him up because that was him. Yes, that was. Dude, it, it, I thought, and I thought the little Stay Puft Marshmallow Mines were badass. It, they were cute and they bit you. Like they like they, they were sweet and sour, dude. They were sour best kids. <laughs> dude. And I love when they would kill him. They, they, like, one would die and they're like, hee hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> This movie, start to finish, I and I love the big Walmart plug, dude. That dude, was that was awesome. out of control. That was out of control. That scene took place in a Walmart. <laughs> and the best part is, and I, 
we're watching the Flint Theater and all these. We're in the we're in the hood over here. Everybody's like, "Yeah, Walmart, Walmart." That's <laughs> <laughs> so we ain't going to Target. We at Walmart. <laughs> oh, dude, that's really funny, man. Um, I really enjoyed this film. Annie Potts was great. How they brought in the cast, it was great. I love seeing again the the the. And, 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 if you do a part two, because they set up for a sequel, they set up for a sequel big time. You've Ernie Hudson as the grandfather, which. It's the way it should go. Is Hudson become Ernie Hudson becomes the rich benefactor, who kind of help like shows him what to do. He's got to be in the action. But he's like almost like the child of Charlie's Angels. Yeah, he's the guy. What, and then what you grandfather get, are you talking about? Ernie Hudson could become like a grandfather. Oh, he becomes like yeah, 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 yeah. to the new yes, crew. Yes, yes, like like the Godfather. Yes, yes, he's the Godfather of them. Then you yeah. have McKenna. Yeah, and I love that Ernie Hudson becomes a super wealthy guy. I love made some, it. Made some investments, becomes rich, and he and he still comes back with the boys. Dude, and he tells e, like they all apologize to the ghost. That's awesome. Ray, can you tell Ray was angry? Ray, dude, how about when he's like, Egon's pain can go to hell. And then he finds that he's dead. And, and he then feels- he, his heart set. You see, you feel that. Brutally. Dude, this movie is awesome. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the fact of the matter is, as you get older, you can lose friends, get mad at them. It can happen. Yes. And then if he finds out something, if you find out something happened to him, you feel like shy. And you're like, what have I been doing? What? what yes. What? Why didn't I do, uh, reach out and say something? There's a lot of good lessons in this movie. You know what? Honestly, it's not about anger, but our one of our good friends from all those, Johnny C, was COVID got him, almost got him. Yeah, he's in the hospital. And it makes still. me think to myself, why haven't I reached out to my boy? And that dude's done so much for us. So much. But it, 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 just life goes on, dude. I mean... For every one of us, the thing is, you realize you do want to keep people you Dude, do you close. know how many of my old crew I'm inviting to my 40th birthday party? Tony, do it. I'm going to try to pack it. Where are you going to do it at? Corner Road Bar, dude. We got three awesome bands playing. It's grunge night. Aren't you Wait, going? This is 40 this year? Yeah. Tony! And it's on a Saturday, December 11th. Everybody listening. Corner Road Bar in Flinttown. It's the grunge 40th party. It's my birthday party. Flannel's playing first. Stone Temple Pilots. All Stone Temple Pilots. You're doing all STP. My favorite band in Michigan, Smearless Nameless, <laughs> the Nirvana Tribute, is playing the entire In Utero album for my birthday because that's my favorite Nirvana album. And I am playing Francis Farmer Will Get a Revenge on Seattle with them. Oh, my gosh. And Locos is doing all Alice in Chains to close the night. So it's a grunge birthday party. All the best grunge from my childhood. Tony, that's incredible. It's, it's when did it start? When does it start? Where does the party start? Uh, we are first. We go on at 8.15. That's incredible. It's going to be insane. So everybody listen to this podcast, try to be there. December 11th. I'm going to send out invites to everybody. Don't worry, Vogel, John Street, Weenie. All my favorite people that are listening to this podcast right now, you're all going to get invites. Don't worry. So Ghostbusters, Afterlife. But speaking of nostalgia... This takes us back to the 80s when we were little ones getting into ghosts now because of this movie. Now, you said the kids watch part one. Yes. Then they can handle this one. Part one's way scarier than this Part one, one they're, at, they're in their home. The lights are on. They can hide under the covers. In a theater, is a different experience watching a movie. than, than You know what I'm saying? Dude, they're going to they're gonna be pissed. They have to wait 20 years to see it re-released if you don't let them see it now. This guy, dude, bully, bullying me. He's bullying me. But then again, I wanted to bring the kids with me to see the 30th anniversary of Exorcist, and you wouldn't let me. Nah, I'm just playing. I mean, I wouldn't do that to them. <laughs> um, so Ghostbusters Afterlife, I, 
Actually, this is what I think. So the future, you have Ernie Hudson is the godfather of the. Then yes. you have, you keep Rudd. You keep the mom. I love that. You Rudd's, keep the two kids in podcast. That's a great team. Has this ever happened where, like, yes, it has. Okay. Remember when we went and seen True Grit, the remake? Yes. And not very intelligently, you said it was better than the original? So, so in this remake, remember in the previous, we thought Josh Brolin was going to be this badass villain, and he ended up being this dumbass, goofy mug? That's exactly what happened with Paul Rudd in this. You think he's going to be the badass teacher, solves everything. He's the Rick Moranis in this, and it's fantastic, and he's so great. He's so when he gets possessed, he's so funny. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, he's, it, it's, it's so good. I thought you were growing up. I am. I'm liable. <laughs> Like it's, and then they're taking him home, and he's got no windshield, and he's picking the glass. When he comes out of the Walmart, and he jumps through his windshield in the car. So funny. I, I died laughing. So funny, dude. It's he's going to Walmart to get ice cream. That's it. He hits the guy. He, he hits the car going in there with the, with the ice cream. He's like, bunk. Blink. Jamoka. <laughs> dude, it's, just, it's a fun movie, dude. It's a f- popcorn-eating Fun time at the movies. And a lot of these new movies are two and a half hours long. It's like 150. Yep. Perfect yep. length. It is. It's to, to be honest, especially for a movie theater nowadays, because people do not have attention spans, to me, 90, 95 minutes is perfect. But give me two hours. But once you, like, when we went and seen It, that's two and a half. That was long. It was long. So we love the film. Two thumbs up. See it in the theater. That's next month, we're putting out our vote for next month. The vote for next month <gasps> for the new releases, we're either going to review the weekend of Spider-Man No Way Home or Matrix Resurrections. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Those are the choices, the, bro. The vote is yours. The vote is yours. And take heed. We will be seeing both. In the but theater. we're reviewing one of them. Yes. One of them will watch opening day <gasps> oh and review for you the weekend of. Dude, even the soundtrack on Matrix, the Matrix trailer, dude, is so good. It's a. Perfect. It looks so good, but then you got Doctor Strange. I, I, I know. Ah! So you guys vote for our. Listen, this is brand new. Doing modern reviews is new for us, but we're gonna get into it. And then next week we have our next podcast. Also, a goal is we have. Listen, I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but we're hoping we're gonna do this. It's gonna be a video again. We're trying to do it on location somewhere that we're somewhere incredible. So next weekend, look for our next podcast to drop. It's gonna be rowdy. We're doing Lean on Me with crazy. (gasps) We're doing Lean on Me. Lean on Me one. Be the principal. Yes, it did. Either way, it would have worked in this location. Is this one? <laughs> Crazy Joe what? Crazy Joe Brown? Crazy Joe Young? Crazy Joe Black? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> what is it? Mr. Something Don't Play. I can't remember his name now. Crazy Joe. Now he called me Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back here in like less than a week. With our next podcast. So everybody, let's try to help, help us get to $100 a month. So let me, I, I said it correctly. Here we go. How do you support the show? Go to patreon.com. Give a dollar a month. Go. It pays the bills, all that good stuff. Joe Clark. Dang it. Joe Clark. Um, you can go to redrim.threadless.com to see our t-shirt store. Just give a one-time gift on PayPal. Um, next episode, Lean On Me. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or Amazon Podcasts. Wherever you listen, 
listen, if you never left a review, leave a review. It helps the show get in front of new eyes. Um, if you know movie buffs that love movies, recommend our show. And if you want to, recommend our new modern reviews to people. You know, we're going to be doing new reviews every single month. And you follow the show at Facebook at facebook.com slash where we talk about the movies we're currently watching and loving. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next stinking week at the Red Room Theater. You call the Ghostbusters, and that's who you call.